Luda. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show. Joe, what's our show called? Our show is called Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Baddies. Blockbuster Buds. Blockbuster Boobies. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm Getting in middle school going. again. Yep. <laughs> we're grown men. Yeah, we're adults. The show is called Blockbuster Buffs. It's not call it block Blockbuster Baddies or Boys or... Or even know. Buds. Yeah. Uh, it, I pushed for Blockbuster Buds. He did. And we compromised on I the mixed. fact that I would be allowed to say Blockbuster Buds every episode. <laughs> That's why we always make fun of our name. Yep. Because, you know, Joe wanted Blockbuster Buffs, and I agreed with him, but I also was <laughs> like, man, I need to be able to say Blockbuster Buds every <laughs> every episode. So. I, I put it in the contract. What do we do? Uh, Watching good movies this week, Matt? Mm. Yeah, uh, I did. Well, first, I mean, I watched Bumblebee, man. Hmm. There's a there's a secret bonus project that I've been working on for this show. Uh oh. And it I don't involves even know this. the you know, it involves a Transformers universe. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think you do know it, but maybe mm. you're just not thinking of it right now. Okay. And oh, so yep. I needed to complete the set. <laughs> I had watched, you know, most of the Transformers uh fairly recently, and then I watched Rise of Beast and I was very impressed. And then I remember liking Bumblebee, but it kind of rolling off my back. I wasn't like super impressed, but I liked it. And I watched it again, and I did enjoy it again. It was not as good as Rise of Beasts. Huh. Okay. I haven't seen Rise of Beasts You know, yet. and uh, people who really like Wes Anderson movies are probably like scoffing at me right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like it, for what it is and, you know, what we're about on this show, we're, we're looking at things as they are, not just compared to every good movie ever. Yep. Like for what it is, Rise of Beasts was pretty good and and uh, Bumblebee was also pretty good. And we got to... We got to see fun John Cena in that right at the beginning, and then he got serious. Mm-hmm. And fun John Cena has become like a cool trope, yeah. not only in the Fast and Furious movies, but just in all movies. <laughs> and he's going to be, I mean, if he keeps on this, he's either going to be the actor I'm most sick of or my favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but close. I mean, I just love his silly His silly vibe is fun. It's really fun. Uh, it's funny that you bring up Wes Anderson because – uh, there's a new, it's like a 40 minute movie on Netflix and it's got Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, uh, yeah, Cumberbuns. I know about him. Yeah, Cumberbuns. Uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, yes. I was scrolling through Netflix and I pulled up to this, uh, this one. Uh, I just had the title, you know, started doing the, the roll through the trailer. Mm-hmm. I watched the trailer and didn't read like anything else about it. I was just watching that, like you know, the Netflix yeah. trailer clip. And within like twenty seconds, if that, like fifteen seconds of watching this trailer, I was like, "This is Wes Anderson." Mm-hmm. I just I know it for a fact. Clicked into the details, director Wes Anderson. It's just like, I can just tell. You can just tell. His yeah. style is so he recognizable. Like, is my least favorite favorite. <laughs> like, like I like Wes Anderson to an extent, but also a buddy of mine ruined it for me, and I hope to ruin it for you, audience. Oh, no. Um, the problem oh, with no. Wes Anderson that you see a little, you see a tinge of it with Tarantino. You don't see it with Nolan, but 
or Scorsese or Spielberg. But with Wes Anderson, you see it real bad, which is like when I watch his movies now, I can just like um, I feel him behind the camera going, that's a great shot. <laughs> I know he doesn't actually say it because I've seen clips, but yeah, like I feel him behind the camera. It is mind saying, "Yes, that's a great shot." Uh, oh yeah, I got that oh, yeah. one. That one's square. Nailed oh, it. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, but uh, your your camera was about three centimeters too far to the right. We're gonna have to shoot that again <laughs> because I need perfect symmetry in all of my perfect movies. Mm. It's like, oh gosh, that totally makes sense, and I can definitely see that. But I mean, Royal Tenenbaums was a a boring, weird movie that I like to watch. <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom was this like atmospheric romp that was I fun. Love Moonrise Kingdom and Life Aquatic is one of my favorite movies, actually. Really? Yep. Yeah. I I just I can't get behind him, but I also don't. I respect his game. How's that? Game recognizes game, baby. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you watched Bumblebee. Yeah, I also watch? watched one of my. Uh, comfort faves. Lego Batman. Nice. <laughs> I freaking love Lego Batman. That's super it's, funny. It is so funny, dude. It literally is hilarious to me. Like no, 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 no. <laughs> it's just like perfectly done. It, it's so easy for me to watch that movie because yeah. it's actually like very clever. Mm-hmm. It's stupid clever. I feel like the the writers on the Lego movies in general are really clever, and I love Batman anyway. So yeah. Lego Batman is just like a easy comfort movie for me. I had a really hard time with Lego Batman because mm-hmm. I had anticipated it being a sequel to the Lego Movie. Oh, and so the fact that it wasn't and it was just a different universe, yeah, but it had the same character, really threw me for a loop and mm-hmm. made me not like it as much. Huh. I did not go in thinking that, so I had did not like have a problem with that. Yeah, I lo- I really enjoyed watching it. I still like it, but it has like a t- it's got a stink on it, you know. Hmm. Like in Dungeons and Dragons, the first planet <laughs> planet has a stink on it. Like Lego <laughs> Batman movie is good, but it has a stink on it for me because it was supposed to be a sequel, and I'm like, you're not following any of the rules of the sequel. Did you guys even read Aristotle? <laughs> Aristotle, two episodes, boom, count it. Hmm. Okay, Mr. Aristotle over there. Yeah, he's he's made an appearance in two episodes. That means we're smart. Yeah, well, that means you're smart. I mean, well, we did record them in the, the same day. Don't tell people that. Oh, yeah. It's people a secret. Around to know. It's a secret. We totally recorded these a week apart. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I am super smart. People have told me, so. <laughs> people, uh, just a known fact. Uh, what's our episode today, Matt? We got Ludacris in the house. Luda. He made his debut in the Fast and Furious franchise, which is a thing we should start mentioning. It debut in the Fast and Furious franchise in Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast. Yeah. Too furious. And he made this song called Act of Fuel, or Act of Fool, with, uh, in that movie. Very yeah. in Will Smith. For that movie. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, everyone loves Act of Fool. Ludacris is great in Too Fast, Too Furious. I mean, I'm sure we'll do a full bonus episode of just, like, total recap of the entire franchise that I just have for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I just have that. That's not for some reason. For a specific reason. Because you love Fast and Furious. (laughs) I spent a lot of time honing it. (laughs) I have it sharpened like a knife. It's a craft. 
Um, so Ludacris is we're we're trying to branch out, see his other movies. Turns out he does not have a lot of other movies. He does not. Um, he's got a couple. He does. And we found one of the more recent ones. Mm-hmm. It's called End of the Road. End of the Road. Wait, no. Hold on. Everyone, stop. Stop. Wait a minute. Check out the end of the road. Um, yeah, this movie is. I'm just gonna play my cards right from the beginning. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> this huh. movie. Okay, that's yeah. Just let the people know off the bat. Yeah, this movie is about uh, Queen Latifah, who is uh, named Brenda, and her brother Ludacris, named Reggie. And uh, their her Queen Latifah's daughter Kelly and Sean um, have to travel cross country because Brenda Queen Latifah. I'm just gonna call her Latifah. Um, you could just call her Brenda. That Brenda, is her that's character's fine, name, <laughs> I guess. I could call her Brenda, but or I'd... Queen. Yeah, the Queen. Yoth she queen. her brother, her dad, her husband died. Um, be, yep. from like a sickness and so, so it's unclear cancer probably yeah she had to basically reverse mortgage the house to get the money for the treatments and then they lost all the money on the house and they're super broke and they're traveling across country to meet up with their mom reggie and brenda queen latifah and Ludacris's mom in dallas texas houston houston texas <laughs> Which means if they're in California and they're going to make it, they have to travel through a sweet state I like to call Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of other people like to call that too. And I I don't know if you know this, but Arizona, the racist capital of the world. Apparently. Full of racists. According to this movie, for (laughs) sure. Arizona is like a mid-progressive state. It definitely has uh, very like Republican laws, but They they do go through South Arizona. South, South Arizona. Is a different, different, uh, different machine, different to monster. To my knowledge, half of Arizona is a reservation, <laughs> <laughs> and the other half is Phoenix. <laughs> and the other half is the Grand Canyon. Yeah, exactly. We got four. We got three halves, and the other, the other half is Flagstaff. So we got four halves, <laughs> and <laughs> and so uh, none of those places that I've been, I've seen a lot of racial tension or a lot of country bumpkins running around. Right. Um, but this movie starts, they're at Queen Latifah's beautiful home in, or Brenda's beautiful home in California. Where in California? I don't remember. Somewhere uh, around L.A., I think. Yeah, of course. Yeah. These movie writers, they got no creativity. Got nowhere else to go. No one's in Sacramento. It's all L.A. Right, what you know, man. Where else would you be, really, if you think about it? Great. So, uh, she's there. Uh, Reggie Ludacris comes up. Reggie is... Uh, you know, real pothead, not necessarily a gang member, but kind of coded as a gang member. Yeah, a little bit of an under underachiever. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely the black sheep of the family. He's going to take this ride with them, I'm assuming, to visit their mom. He does not help her pack up. He just shows up on the day, though. It's kind of unclear. Yeah, you're right. Maybe yeah. he's moving with them. And then he gives his uh, assuming like 15 to 16-year-old niece a hit of weed, which is like, Super cool right off the jump, man. Yeah. <laughs> cool uncle vibes right off the bat. True, but I'm a parent now, so to me, that's <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> She's like, let me get a hit of that. And Queen Latifah, Brenda's like, don't be smoking any weed on the road. And he's like, oh, I won't, not on the road. And he's like, lights up in the parking lot. Why? Because 
They're not on the road yet. They're not on the road yet. He's <laughs> he's able to do it. They're not at the end of the road yet, that's for sure. Mm, definitely. So then they start driving. They're road tripping. Everyone's looking at their devices too much. Oh, my gosh. The mom is unhappy about it because Slaves they're disconnected. Slaves to the square. Exactly. You know, Black Mirror. Woo! <laughs> Brent... Sorry. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Brenda's trying to uh, get the family to interact with each other. She's trying to turn the mood around because everybody's been uh, been feeling down the dumps with the, the passing of the their... The whole dad dying thing. Yeah, dad dying thing is <laughs> not a... Doesn't set the vibe great for the family, so she's trying to cheer everybody up, but by getting them off their phones so they can have a real conversation that uh and then her crappy teenage daughter chimes in i think it's dumb we're moving to texas like, oh gosh <laughs> you know your mom lost her husband right <laughs> and you have no money yeah, and you're and broke and she lost all your money <laughs> yeah like come on dude like you're not a kid you know like i get little you know little boy 13 12 13 year old boy i get you being a, him being a dick but the daughter, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you're coded as, you look 20, but you're coded as, like, 16, maybe 15, probably not. And, because she has her, her learner's permit, so. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people got their learner's permit at 17, which is possible. Because you don't have to take driver's ed if you get it at 17 in Colorado. I'm not sure about how California works, but. So, yeah, learner's permit, she's. But yeah, she's just like immediately a jerk about like, hey, maybe get off your devices and like, let's have a conversation. She's like, I hate grandma and I hate Texas and (laughs) it's dumb that we have to leave all my friends. Like, how selfish can you be in five seconds? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) So they stop at a gas station. This is where things get really intense. Yeah, well, this is where the snowball starts for sure. Yeah, some good old boys... And by good old boys, I mean douchebag country bumpkins. Yep, two two white boys that are Ugh. out for trouble. Yeah, they make some they make some hoots and hollers at this girl. Um, what's her name? Kelly. Kelly. And she gives him a finger, which is a totally appropriate response. Good job, Kelly. Yeah. And so then they just get back on the road, and everything's fine, until these. Ne'er duels in the country with their oh wait blue you forgot truck. about the detour, it's oh. semi small fact detail. Uh, before they showed up in this small town at this gas station, there's a big old detour from the interstate. Oh, so they had to get off the interstate. They got off the interstate and they're going more into the the uh, deep country away from just the normal. Yeah, route. I hope you can hear my eyes roll. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to be flattering to this flick. <laughs> Um, so then they just like start bumping her car. They're like, you know, driving aggressively, aggressively, like pulling up to the side, like making lewd gestures and then like pass them. And then everyone takes a sigh, like a deep breath, which I will, I'm not trying to be a jerk about the racism here. Like if this did happen, that would be very scary. Yeah. Like, especially being a black family in like the south not like the you know jim crow south but yeah, the like actual not the like actual just the south, south. But yeah yeah and the country and a predominantly white country i totally get why that would be scary the problem is i don't think these boys exist in arizona like you're talking about bama like maybe 
but like I have never met any like anybody like this from Arizona. <laughs> like maybe, and we live close to Arizona. It's not like we're just spitballing here. I, I do you think Arizona is this like crazy racist? No, I, no. I thought this was definitely over the top racism it, too. Yeah, like, like, un- <laughs> possible, sure. Unrealistic for sure. Yes, I I fully stand by that as well. And so like that was it was hard for me to not roll my eyes at it because I was like, man, this is just this is tough to tough to really get on um oh you know what but, i did forget so anyway I'll, I'll finish this scene i'll get to actually how the movie starts because i did i did skip that um so they the these boys you know they they park it's a two-lane highway they park their truck well they, they almost lanes. rammed the the family off the road too yeah. like they drove up next to them and were pulling into them uh, yeah, uh, for yeah. a second and then took off yeah they took off in front of them and then they they blocked the road and they try to get around, and they like back up and try to get around the other way, and they like move forward, and so they're they're stuck. And I mean, Reggie is just like, let me handle these idiots. Like he's clearly gonna try to beat them to death, which I'm like, fair to be honest with you. If that's what Reggie did, I'd be like, yeah, I, good, that's fine. <laughs> uh, reckless and maybe dumb, but fair. Yeah. Um, but instead, uh, Brenda. Yeah, she gets out. She gets out, and she starts talking to him. She's like, "Hey, can you please just let us pass? Like, seriously, we're, you know, I'm sorry if you got any kind of disrespect for my daughter, but like, can you just let us go?" And she, they're like, "Well, we need an apology," and so then they make her apologize to her. And I'm surprised these mofo's don't get killed in this movie, but like, it just sets the tone. And then boom, they're gone. They accept the apology, and then Brenda says, "We're." Uh, we're pulling up on town. Look for the cheapest hotel in town. Which I'm like, look, I get it. You spent a lot of money on your house, but like, you're in a dangerous place. Yeah, don't stay in the cheapest motel. You're you're like, hey, let's look for the cheapest one. Don't check TripAdvisor. Let's not look for best values. I grew up in the hotel industry. There's a lot of hotels that are like mid to low level costs that are decent if you just pay attention. But, like, no. Cheapest hotel. It's like, I'm not sure if that's normal, but that seems odd to me. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> we I, have. I've done that a couple times. We've had TripAdvisor <laughs> reviews for a long time. <laughs> I've stayed in a couple pretty sketchy motels. Yeah, but you're a single dude. Not, like, a scared person in an unfamiliar community with your teenage daughter. Yeah. And your, True. like... I mean, I have seen son, bro. I have slept with my pistol by my side in a in a hotel in Lubbock before. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Yeah, I've looked for. I, I've looked to buy hotels in Lubbock. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not buying here. <laughs> I I pulled up to this motel. Sorry, side tangent. Pulled up to this motel once in Lubbock. I got my dog with me. Uh, I'm driving from Colorado to San Antonio, and this motel was just absolute dog shit. Uh, I, the dude gives me a room on the back side of this motel, so I drive around to where my room is. There are n- literally no other cars in this back parking lot, and I was like, "Where Not the a good hell side. am I?" And I had already gotten there at night, so like, for one, I'm tired from a long drive, and two, I'm like a little freaked out. I'm like, all right, Sam, I'm getting you in the room. We're gonna go to bed. I got my McDonald's. I gonna eat my McDonald's. The TV didn't even work. It had like one channel. It was freaking ridiculousness. I was like, hell no, am I listening to her laugh as I'm trying to go to bed? So I just turned the TV off, ate my McDonald's, fell asleep at nine o'clock with my pistol by my side. 
<laughs> in this Lubbock hotel. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah, but carry on. Yeah, we're from a small town in Colorado, guys. I mean, everyone has guns here. <laughs> it's, it's the way it is. <laughs> just, just be aware of it. Yep. <laughs> we're not shy about it. Um. So, yeah, it's kind of, it, it's just kind of a whole, it's kind of odd. And so they're, like, roughhousing in the room. They're, like, having fun with each other. They're, like, just being a family. Uh, Reggie's, like, teasing him, which is fun. He's, like, teasing the niece and nephew a little bit. And they're teasing him Giving back. him a hard time. They're giving sure. him a hard time back. He's talking about snoring too much. <laughs> it's a whole thing. And then they're, like, all lights out in bed, and they just hear, like, commotion in the next room. And then, boom, gunshot. And Brenda is a nurse. So she pops out with reggie and they like check it out and she sees this dude just like die in front of her yeah but they first they hear somebody yeah walk around outside their room and try and open their door oh yeah yeah, i maybe missed this yeah the after the gunshot goes silent then somebody comes out out of the next door room walks by their room and like stops uh, and tries to open it and like Ooh. looks like the the little peak peak hole goes dark like somebody's in front of it. Uh, then nothing and then the body leaves, takes off, car, car starts and then leaves. Oh man, yeah. So they they go over there and they see that Brenda sees the dying man. She's trying to help him, but he got shot like in the neck head area. Like, in the he's neck. screwed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, through the neck. <laughs> yeah, he got. It's not good. He's he's not gonna make it. And Reggie's like peeking around looking for people. No, Checks he's looking. The bathroom. She she tells him to grab grab her towels. Oh that's yeah, that's what she does. She and he, Brenda's trying to save this dude's life, and she tells him grab some towels out of the bathroom. Yeah, and he opens the cabinet under the vanity. Which, look, I'm I grew up. My parents run hotels. You got a cabinet under the vanity, and it's not a nice hotel. It's a problem. It's, that's a marker of a bad hotel. Huh. <laughs> you want you want a space under the vanity. For like mid to low level hotels because that means they have super dated like furniture like generally speaking you're gonna just have you're gonna have the vanity which is just gonna be like a countertop that's just there uh-huh. and then there's gonna be space under there it's easier to work on it's cheaper and it's it's more cleanly and so it's cleaner yeah obviously um but yeah like that that cabinet just collects crap like you don't want that cabinet under there so yeah, if you're staying in a hotel and it's not like a nice hotel and you got a cabinet under the vanity, that's a first sign. Not good. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact from the hotel wizard. Um, so anyway, he finds a bag of money in there. They like skedaddle early in the morning. They're in the road. Ludo does not tell. Well, Ludo Reggie doesn't tell everyone about the money right away. And but then, they they did call the cops too. The cops had showed up and yeah. they had a conversation with the cops. Yeah, they got the uh, cop got their statement. Yeah, and then they dipped out. Yep. Um, and then the sheriff shows up. Sheriff Hammers. He seems like a real nice stand-up dude. He really does. I think I really liked his performance. He seems very concerned about the family. Like he cares about the case. He's interested. And he's like, dude, I think Mr. Cross did this. I think Mr. Cross is what's upset about it. Uh, is like is I basically what I think happened is this guy who got killed in the room next to them, um, flashback. We did see this in the movie. I skipped it. He was taking money from the cartels to bring to Mister Cross. He the- kills his partner, the guy who gets killed in the hotel room, um, and then takes it to go out on his own. 
Yeah, right. So, yeah, at, towards the beginning of the movie, there was a scene where uh, the guy who gets shot in the motel room is out there with another guy uh, out in the middle of the desert. There's this helicopter that flies in. It's this some uh, Sinaloan cartel guy. He drops off a bag full of cash, uh, and tell, and they say they'll be taking it to Mr. Cross or whatever. The guy in the helicopter flies off, and the two partners... Yeah, Discount uh, Taylor Kitsch kills the other guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And Taylor Kitsch, Discount Taylor Kitsch is like, uh, uh, why don't we just keep this money for ourselves? Mr. Cross already makes enough money. And the other guy's like, stupid. Yeah, huh, good not, joke. I'm not going to cross uh, Mr. Cross. Yeah. <laughs> but then Discount Taylor Kitsch shoots his partner, and that's what gets us to where we are. Yep. Then they're in the hotel. Discount Taylor Kitsch gets killed by somebody we don't know. But then the sheriff shows up. Sheriff Hammers, he's like, he is very keen on, he he knows exactly what happened. He's like, yeah. I mean, this guy decided to go out on his own. This is what it looks like to him. And then, you know, he, he stole money from Mr. Cross and someone, you know, caught up with him. And then the other officer's like, well, we didn't find anything in the room. Like, we didn't find any money in the room. He's like, oh, okay, like, where is that family that, that, you know, was next door? And he's like, oh, well, we took their statements, we let them go. And he's like, you let them go, like, Mr. Cross is not, you know, to be trifled with. Like, uh, I mean, if they heard his voice, like, they're in danger. And I believed his performance at this point, generally speaking. Um, and so, yeah, they're... Brenda, Reggie, the fam, they're all on the, all on the road again, and they get a mysterious call, like, I know what you took in the money, and it's, like, clearly, like, an AI voice changer, um, but, yeah, and they're, like, she's, like, I don't know what you're talking about, hangs up, and then they get to a restaurant, and Ludo's, like, hey, you know how I'm, like, the mess-up brother? <laughs> well, I've got some good news for you. <laughs> I'm turning it around with solving all of our family's problems <laughs> and she's like what are you talking about and uh she he you know drops some money on the table and she's like we have to give we have to give it back like this is re- no like someone's gonna be after this money this is a serious problem she immediately knows what's going on and one thing i would like to say about this movie um queen latifah and Bo bridges who plays that they each play the sheriff I find I've noticed this with a couple of movies we've watched, but when you get a movie that's like particularly mediocre, like it is so incredibly refreshing to have like quality actors in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so like everything Queen Latifah says is just like, oh, thank you. Like you are good at this job. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel similarly to a slightly lesser extent, but similarly with Bo Bridges, like, Everything Sheriff Hammer says, I'm mostly on board with, and I appreciate. Like it feels like a little bit of a breath of fresh air. Apart from the end, he gets a little squirrely, but I, I honestly felt the same way about Luda in this. Oh, one. really? Yeah, I felt like he did well. He definitely yeah, stood out for sure. He, he, he did good acting. Like I, I, I like this character. Yeah, I feel like everyone else in the movie sucks, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like the wife sucks. I mean, the kids are are okay. Yeah, I mean, they're not great, but they're kids. Like, and it, it just, but it, it was refreshing to have like. And oh, the other thing about this movie that is another pro is that it is shot 
really competently. And, like, the set design is very, like, aesthetically similar and beautiful. Like, it's it has no business being shot this good, to be honest with you. I felt like, I mean, it's, like, colorful. It's stylistic. Like, the shots are, are not too short. They're not too long. They're not making any, like, strides in cinematography. But what they're doing is they're, like, just putting in, like, good work. And I really like that it, it, I really liked how colorful it was. There was there were aspects of it that that I really enjoyed. I liked that their you know Tahoe was blue. All right, all right. Don't get too caught up in in that those details. Keep us going on the summary. I mean, but the blue and orange, man. Like <laughs> uh, the whole the whole landscape is orange, and like they just have these little pops of like turquoise, and it feels very southwestern. So I'll give it props for that. But anyway, uh, Queen Latifah's trying to give the money back, and the lady's like, "All right, you do this," and she's like, "Hey, look." I'm just gonna, I'm gonna stash the money. Like I'm just gonna stash, I'll stash it here. Go pick it up. We're done with you, is what uh, Brenda says to the lady on the phone. Um, and then they they just kind of go about their trip. They're like, all right, we we've, we've stashed that. We've gotten rid of that money. We're gonna go. We're gonna watch this. We're in the southwest. Like let's let's go check out this like gun show. And it's kind of like a ghost town, like show. Old thing. country re. Uh, remake yeah they have like reenactors and they have it's cool it's like a cool spot that they they go visit and they're like oh this is neat and they're having a nice time and then um their son cam or like queen latifah's brenda's son cam it's like hey i'm gonna go to the bathroom and she's like hey reggie go with him i'm a i'm big enough i can go by myself basically and he, he is i mean he's 12 or 13 like it should be fine but then they go to they see like an old west gunfight reenactment and at the moment that like right before the draw happens someone calls Brenda and is like Mr. Cross doesn't take orders from anyone like you got to bring the money to us um and then she's like I have something you want you have something I want and then a shot rings out and she immediately is like what's up with Cam where is he? Um, they look for him. They see him uh, get kind of drug away in a car. And she leaves Reggie and Kelly. I don't. They don't see him get drug away. Okay. You, they, you just... You see a p- car pull out? Because she follows a car for a while. Not at this point. Huh. No, right after that thing. No. When they find out she, the cam's been kidnapped. They Okay, tell me what huh. happens. After after Cam gets kidnapped uh, and she gets the call, they tell her to go get the money and okay. bring it uh, back here. Okay. So she zooms off back to the motel. She's not uh, she's not okay. going after anybody at this point. Yeah, and uh, a, a cop calls it in and he's gonna like chase him down. And Sheriff Hammers is like, "Hey, look, just you gotta let her go. I'm I think this has to do with Mr. Cross and like he's if he sees you tailing her, he's gonna kill her." Which you're like, man, this is a nice guy. He's really looking out for them. Um, and so she goes back to the hotel, and the where they stash the money, another dumpy hotel in a different town. And she goes in to find it. She opens the cabinet where it is, and it's gone. And then she looks out the window, and she sees some like kind of scene girl get into an old like cab. What is that called? The Crown Vic. 
remember what the car was. Yeah, and just like take off, and she has the bag, and so this is where Queen Latifah's chasing down this girl. She chases her along the road. She runs into her a couple times, tries to chase her on the, off the road. They get off the road, and then they're going in, like, these loops around this kind of, like, quarry or maybe not quarry, just, like, rock formation to where they could fall off of it fairly easily. And then this girl just, like, zips down, you know, the road that she's supposed to, you know, that she knows is there, and Queen Latifah hits her, and she flips. And then Queen Latifah comes out with a bat and is like, give me that money, like, just basically just like threatening her doing all this and it looks like she's gonna get away with the money and then some straight up nazis come out (laughs) nazi meth heads so they're in the meth head trailer park yeah like clearly just trailers set up on like some like property way out in the middle of nowhere and to the movie's credit i don't think there's meth head nazis in them um these like random collections of trailers in the wilderness of like desert of arizona do exist like you see them when you drive around in arizona but i don't think they're filled with nazi red or nazi like meth heads i think generally speaking they're filled with uh native americans on reservation (laughs) um i've quoted a couple insurance policies for you know trailer park or like trailer parks like that and yeah they're they're all over it's not that uncommon but it it is odd to like see him filled with like genuine nazis uh, <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty hidden too like that one's yeah. in like a whatever the quarry like yeah it's it's a junkyard formation it's kind of like a junkyard like full of crap yeah just like down in this cavern canyon kind of thing yeah and at this point hammers catches up with kelly and reggie at a diner he checks a couple of them and he like is like hey i mean if you want your mom to get home safe like, you got to tell me what's going on. Because, like, Mr. Cross doesn't play around. And I want to, I've been trying to figure, I've been trying to track him for three decades. And he's killed 113 people. You're like, oddly specific number for you to know. <laughs> I he's wonder, the sheriff. I wonder he's why you sheriff. know that, Mr. Sheriff. <laughs> Just right off the top of your he keeps head. keeps track of all the, all the kills. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if it was 113, but it was a, strange specific high number (laughs) um and so they they kelly and reggie end up like all right we we need to tell you what's going on and they tell him they get in his car and he's like hey i'm gonna take you to a safe place for tonight while we figure out what's going on with your mom smash cut to brenda chained up in some like nazi wilderness rave where there's some dude just like having sex with that lady she chased in here outside and a bunch of lights going off and some like heavy metal music and people shooting flamethrowers. It's pretty wild. <laughs> Again, an odd thing to happen in the <laughs> Southern Arizona, <laughs> but yeah, pretty wild. And she's able to kind of get free. She gets into a little bit of a fight and then she's like, dude, that's Mr. Cross's money and I got to get it back to him. And they're like, um everyone put the money back in the bag right now and give it to this nice lady (laughs) is basically that's my recollection of the event yeah like she basically just had to say like mr cross they're like put all the money back all of it don't take in the leader it's like don't take any like put it in the bag (laughs) anyway we're sorry don't mention us to mr cross it's just like "Mm, we'll see about that (laughs) 
Then she uh, takes some money and heads out of there. But she'd gotten a call from Kelly earlier telling her that they were at that diner. So that's the first place she goes to check and Mm -hmm. finds out that they're not there. So, yeah. And they're, meanwhile, we see Kelly and Reggie in the car with uh, hammers. And he's like, this car is following a little close. I want to know if it's, this might be Mr. Cross's man trying to follow me. So he like pulls over, he points his gun out the window and that car just drives up kind of slowly around, which is kind of normal when you're passing someone who's halfway off the road and then drives off. Um, and they get back to Hammer's place. He's got a nice, you know, he's got a nice dog. That's pretty aggressive, but he's like, Oh, he's friendly. And his wife is super friendly. And at this point I'm like, I'm glad that they made this character like an actual, like it's been a while. I'm glad they made him like kind of an actual friendly guy in this whole situation. And then he puts them in a dungeon, tells them that their mom's well, gonna. Well, first he pops the trunk. Oh. He pops the trunk of his car. Oh, and the kids in there. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh. Okay, fine. More just like racist nonsense. Like. <laughs> Everyone, everyone who lives in the South, whether it's the Deep South or whether it's the Western, like Southwest, they're all racist and they're all going to try to like kidnap people (laughs) and they're all corrupt. And it's like, oh gosh, okay, sure, maybe. Like, I'm again, it's not impossible that this person could be this corrupt, but it's like, this is really not the culture of this state. Like, I don't think you understand what this state's about <laughs> yeah if anything you're gonna get kidnapped by some skinwalkers or something yeah um yeah the sketchy <laughs> the place where a lot of murders happen and i know from people who live there is the reservations there yep and the cops don't do anything about it and it's pretty bad and we need to figure out race relations with the native americans of the united states a real problem i'm actually quite serious about it as a conservative i'm like this is a problem like it's uh yeah it's bad it's really bad yeah but this other this all the stuff that happens in this movie like there's not it's almost infeasible that it would happen like anyway so sheriff hammers lockers locks them in the basement reggie and kelly and cam and queen latifah figures out where they are do you remember how they have a they they call her okay yeah at this point, you, you oh, yeah, we know no, that he is. The wife drops the location to Yeah, her. wife yeah. drops the location, and at this point, we know that the sheriff is Mr. Cross. Right. Queen Latifah doesn't know that yet. Right. But. Queen. Yeah, Brenda doesn't know that yet, but uh, they drop, they call her and give her the location of their house, and so they tell her, like, be here in, like, 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and don't be late because we have your whole family. So Brenda's like hauling ass trying to get to their house and mm-hmm. she winds up uh going around a corner too fast and like about swerves to swerves ru- away from a dog. Yeah, yeah, swerves away from a dog or a coyote or whatever it is mm-hmm. and uh slams into a tree. It uh kills her car, so she has to get out and, and hoof it to get to the house. Yeah. So she got another mile to walk or something with the with the cash and she starts trying to make her way through the woods. Yeah. And this is where they do their elaborate basement escape um ludicrous and the, the kids they try to crawl out the window ludicrous is like they're not gonna see us you know this is this is break in 101 put a rag on here and it's like dude come on man like 
I know you kind of coded him as a gangbanger, but like really, like he knows how to break. He knows how to do a B and E without getting caught. Like that's that's a bush leak. Anyway, so she's like, yeah, wrap a mop handle in a rag, and then you break the window. I'm like, still probably gonna hear it, but I guess it is quite a bit quieter. Um, and then the dog comes out and bites the girl. It's a whole thing. And then Mr. Cross or Sheriff Hammers, as we've known him before, comes down. And uh, they had set up a trap for him by putting bleach on rafters in a basement. In in a bucket. In a bucket. Yep. And then they, like, basically, like, pull a cord and it falls on his face and he gets a bunch of bleach in his eye. So I'm like, I don't know about you, but uh, the rafters in a basement aren't typically hanging down. They're usually right up on, they're usually floor joists for the above home. So, like, I don't know how they found, like, it's pretty weird. It's <laughs> a weirdly specific detail to have thought of, but yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I do a fair amount of my own housework. Like, <laughs> usually the 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 uh, support beams of a basement are the rafters for the floor above, so there's nowhere to stash a bucket. But, I mean, I think it was maybe, like, water pipes or something, maybe some galvanized plumbing. I'm not sure. Either way, they, they figure it out. Um, he's he's incapacitated. They run upstairs. The well, Reggie a... wrestles the pistol away from him too. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, sh- the, the kids run upstairs. Do they all run upstairs? No, Tell me about this scene. The so, uh, the sheriff has come downstairs after he hears his dog barking. Yep. Uh, and that's the, he. He's got his pistol pulled out. He's got it pointed at Reggie and the kids. The kids pull the pull the rope. The bleach pours on his face. Uh, Reggie starts wrestling the pistol away for, from him, and while he's wrestling him, the kids run upstairs. Okay. So the kids get upstairs and <coughs> start start their fight with the old woman. Sweet. Um, I got to pee. All right. So the kids, they make it upstairs, and the mom or the wife is like, she starts fighting with the kids she gets out like a knife. Ludacris makes it upstairs and gets into like wait, no, is it or is it the daughter who slams her head at No, it's yeah. Ludacris. No, well first the the daughter and the Yeah, Kelly and Cam. Kelly and Cam are, are fighting the old woman. The old woman's pulling knives on them and swinging yeah. them. So they're like trying to dodge and, and mm-hmm. punch her and, and like throw her into the furniture and stuff. But I thought Ludacris like slams her head against the he ludicrous does come up at, at oh one so point. that's later that's actually. later okay yeah. so anyway the cam gets a gun on her and he's like put the knife down she's like you're not gonna shoot me and then kelly takes the gun from him and she's like yeah but i will like <laughs> and she seems to oh, buy that as a credible threat no no it's it, luda does come up at one point and he he does slam her her head into the but i think that's the end of it is i think he comes up after that she puts down the knife because the girl, and then she somehow gets a handle. She starts fighting back again against Ludacris, and he, Reggie, just, like, he's not really even, he's trying to subdue her, really. Like, he, he does a good job with this fight where he's not trying to just, like, beat up an old lady. But she kind of, he dodges, a, a like, a hit with a pan, and she falls against her counter and isn't dead, but she's not doing good. She, like, gets knocked unconscious a little bit. He's try- and he's trying to like collect the kids at this point, and she's got scissors. 
Oh yeah, she, this she is when she grabbed the scissors. Out. Yeah, and she she then stabs him in the side. Yep. Uh, and she tries to. He falls down. He's got scissors in his side, and she tries to get back up. And this is where Cam grabs the pistol and points it at her. Uh, and the old woman's like, "Oh, and they send her downstairs." Yeah, she's yep. like, "You wouldn't shoot me." And then Kelly grabs the gun from Cam. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And holds it at. Oh, points it at the old woman. She's like, no, but I would. Yeah. And uh, they lock her downstairs with her husband. Yeah, right. And so Luda pulls the scissors out of his side, uh, and he and the kids hit kids. Oh, he gets a Band-Aid from the kid. Yeah, he gets a he gets a big Band-Aid for his scissors stab wound. Yeah, I mean, uh, scissors stab wounds aren't that bad. <laughs> no, definitely not. I mean, it's possible he could have hit, like, maybe his... I mean, what's, what's that stuff called? Intestines, but... <laughs> Probably they're probably just kidney, gonna move out of the way. That's a pretty blunt object. Kidneys stomach. are higher. Stomach's middle. He's like lower side. I mean, he's hitting appendix, intestines. But you're, it's tough to puncture intestines. They're so mobile. And they're just sitting around in there. That's why if you get slashed by a line, they just spill right out. <laughs> like. I doubt I doubt scissors sharp enough to puncture a loose intestine. Like I bet it's it seems to me to be just a flesh wound, but I'm not a medical expert. <laughs> All right, so they they lock the two Mr. Cross and his wife down in the down in their basement. Light the house on fire, guys! Like what are you doing? They do not light the house on fire. <laughs> uh, they it's head like, outside. We'll just leave them there. I'm sure that we'll get authorities to handle this. I'm like, <laughs> He's the sheriff. Yeah, he is the authority. If he's got the he's judge paid off, be able to figure he can it do out. whatever yeah. he wants. Yep. Uh, and I... they do have the cash with them at this point. So yep. they, they walk outside with the cash. Uh, Brenda stumbles through the forest, finds them. They have a nice little... Uh, re. Uh, oh my gosh, you're okay. Yeah. Great, you're okay. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. And Wait, at this point... Reggie, what are you doing with the money? Yeah. Brenda's like, You can't keep the we can't keep the money. You gotta leave it. Maybe they'll they'll uh, let us go if we leave the money. And he's like Just so dumb. Just let me keep the money. Come on. Like He's like, dude, haven't are... we earned it at this point? <laughs> if they come out, they're not letting us go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which I'm like, dude, you should have killed them, man. <laughs> <laughs> so they throw the money just out in the middle of the driveway and then take off well ludicrous walks the money back <laughs> on his own right take he, note true he does he makes the decision to leave it uh and they start heading back through the woods to get back to the car at this point mr cross is trying to break through their basement door to to break out takes them a little while but they do break out at the yeah, same he's quite old he's like He's 68, 72, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. He's a real R.F. Kennedy <laughs> Jr., if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, actually. Yeah. You know, he's about that age. But he's okay. also not as fit as R.F.K. <laughs> he's not on that T, if you know what I mean. I have no <laughs> idea what you mean. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Clue. is a presidential candidate. Uh, he's a Democrat, but he's a real free thinker. <laughs> He's got a lot of muscles, and he's definitely on testosterone. He's like 73, and he just posted on Twitter him doing a backflip off a cliff. I'm like, you know what, man? I know that you think that Wi-Fi and Bluetooth are rotting our brains, but also, 
That's a pretty dope backflip. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for people who do good backflips. So imagine that, but without testosterone or the weightlifting. <laughs> Breaking through a door. They break out. Or just imagine Bo Bridges. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Jeff Bridges. Brother. Like a fatter, younger Jeff Bridges. <laughs> uh, the family gets back to their car. They got to uh, get turned back on, do a little. The kid kid is a smart kid, so he knows the adjustment, the right adjustment to make That's on right. the car. That's right. He fixes somehow. the car. Yep. Which uh, shouldn't have broken. She didn't like. She didn't hit anything that hard. Yeah. Knows, it just broke for plot. A spark plug got loose you or know, something. Because of the knows. plot. The, yeah. the car broke. Right. <laughs> and you can fix it, but just by looking at it and then like turning a knob in the engine <laughs> compartment. You don't need new parts or anything. Totally not. So they get the start, car started. They really, get all... why would you? Why would you need new parts? No and reason. also, Kelly gets to drive now because yeah. of reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, for somehow the mom needs to be outside. Brenda's got to be paying attention and tell Kelly when to start the car. Right, that's an important role. Yeah, in car maintenance, is to start like, it now. Hey, now's the time to <laughs> to turn the. Key. There's no way Reggie could just yell that. <laughs> but their celebration tips off Mr. Cross it does. at their it's, location. It's just loud enough for him to to hear them in his car with his wife. So they've been tracking them down. They hear him. They get in a big old car chase, running through the going through the woods. The slowest speed car chase. Of and they're like in the antebellum South Woods, <laughs> like there's no woods like that in Arizona. Like there are a near no, there's not. I mean maybe, <laughs> maybe in Flagstaff, but there's no woods like that in the South of Arizona. Like they're in a flat space with trees spaced out like every twenty feet. Like this is not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So they're getting shot at. They're shooting at each other. Uh, sheriff is blowing out the front, the the back window of the family's car. Yeah, he's just shooting a shotgun out the front, and they're just like they're cackling. Him and his wife are just cackling about the fact they're gonna kill this family. She's like, "You're such a good man. We're gonna kill this family. We're gonna just gonna murder them in cold blood. We're gonna get this money. Hell yeah, holler, <laughs> so holler. we like." <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> uh, Brenda whips out her pistol that they stole from from Mr. Cross. And earlier on in the movie, we got a little exposition that Brenda and Reggie's dad had been a, a military man, so they were moving around all the time, and he trained them on how to use a gun. Maybe a little foreshadowing for her having to use a gun. Yeah, she takes a shot. So she she, gets shot off. She's, she's shooting at him. Uh, she shoots a hole in their front window. They kind of like uh, they're stunned. They're, they can't see. They're stunned. For a the wife is driving that car, so they get stuck. They have to push out the the windshield to keep chasing them down. Uh, Brenda is trying to get another shot off at them. And they ram the back hatch, and the back hatch opens up. No, they shoot the back hatch, and it opens oh. up. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, they had shot. They had shot it, and it, and the the hatch opens up. So again, convenient. <laughs> <laughs> Luggage starts falling out. The gun falls out. It's like, God, uh, the back hatch is latched. Like you can't just shoot it. It's like you can't hit. You can't hit like. I mean, three eighths inch steel with BBs and expect it to open up. Like it doesn't happen. <laughs> It's like, have you seen a backlash? 
like on a car. Like there's a little thing, the latches. It's <laughs> not how it works. I guess if you hit the computer parts, which are in the front of the car. <laughs> I'm pissed about it. I don't know if you can tell. I can't. I can't tell. Please be more pissed. <laughs> so Brenda's yeah, trying. Because of reasons. Yeah. The back hatch opens up. <laughs> Brenda's trying to uh, get one, get a shot off, but then. They're Reg- going like 15 miles an hour yeah. now. Things are really opening up. Reggie takes a turn, and, and <laughs> Brenda loses her pistol, and then uh, she actually falls out. She ends up falling out of the back of the car. Which uh, is insane because they're going 15 miles an hour. <laughs> I think they're supposed to be going faster, but it's clear they're not. <laughs> so she stands up. Reggie slams on the brakes, but now Brenda's standing right in, fr- in front of Mr. Cross and his wife in their car. She's staring him down. She doesn't know what's going to happen. Uh, she's trying to figure out what to do. They're like, oh, we've got her now. She's in our sights. They both got, Mr. Cross got a shotgun. His wife's got her pistol. Uh, and they start charging towards her. Oh, no, they point at the kids. Oh, right. They point the gun at the guns of the kids. And then Brenda's like, stop. If you're going to do, if you're going to kill anybody, kill me. Uh, and so they, they start charging her. And she has a flare, which she had bought earlier on in the road trip. So she lights a flare, tosses it in the car, uh, and it. Totally, this part was dope. It actually. was dope. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh snap! Oh uh, snap! Guess what I saw?" So, yeah. uh, the flare is going off in the car. Uh, it's, these old, these old mofos, these, these old cotton mo- tops, they don't know what to do with it. Nope, it's freaking them out. Uh, Mister Cross like leans down to try and grab the flare, and he ends up. His pull- shotgun falls. His shotgun falls, and he like accidentally pulls the trigger and just blows his wife's head off. Oh, completely! Like, it's I mean it's JFK style brain <laughs> flies around the car, <laughs> and then uh, the car slams into a tree. Uh, it tosses Mister Cross right into the tree, ragdolls him, and then he falls back onto the car. The flare at this point has like just lit the car on fire, so. And that money burns up. That money is burning up. Along with the, the sheriff, Mr. Cross. And his wife, the crazies. Oh, man. Yeah, it is a little reminiscent of the crazies, which is a movie I like. Uh, So from there, the family goes to a diner for breakfast. Classic. And while at the diner, they're all, like, just... Trying to take a breath of relief. Getting their waffles. Getting their waffles. And, and then Ludo big dogs them. Yep. Reggie's like, don't worry, guys. I'll pay for it. And Brenda's like, what are you talking about? Like, I might have, you know, maybe done something good for the family I, here. I got it. I got it. And he just starts pulling out wads He's of cash. He's got racks, man. Just racks <laughs> and putting them on the table. And the kids all get stoked. And Brenda's like pissed, like, "What are you doing? We gotta, we gotta give this money back." And he's like, "Give it back to who? There's nobody to give it back to." And yeah, and I, I did the math on it. I mean, they're looking at like, um, ninety to one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Like they have, I mean, they got like eight to ten stack, eight to twelve stacks. You know, they, they, they're looking good. Nice. Uh, so yeah, they uh. They make out with some cash, and that's the end of the day. End of movie. End of movie. Woo. <laughs> Woo. 
<laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> Let's get into the next segment. Dunk or defend. Dunk or defend. Did the movie achieve what it was trying to do? And serious commentary on race, so just keep that in mind before you decide your position. <laughs> you gonna count it off? Sure, sure. Hold on. We don't know what the other one's gonna pick. Right? Yeah, we never I mean, know think, what the other person's gonna Joe's do. Joe's got an idea. <laughs> I definitely know what Matt's doing. I don't know if Matt knows what I'm doing. I don't. I don't know for sure. I have an inkling, but it's tough to know. Three, two, one. Dunk. dunk. <laughs> After you, Joe. All right. Well, this is a big dunker. For one, because of the very predictable plot line. Uh as soon as Mr. Cr- as soon as the sheriff, excuse me, pulls up to the motel at the beginning after the the shooting, he parks his car and gets out and immediately I was like, he's Mr. Cross. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I I really I saw that and I was just like, you know what? Let's give the movie the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I will say as it went through there were moments where I doubted it because he did a good job acting like the good guy. Yeah. I will admit that. There were points where I was like, okay, maybe, maybe he's a he's a good guy because he did act it well. Yeah. But still, I was like, no, he is definitely Mr. Cross. Uh, it was just... It's almost like he knew what happened in the hotel room. Yeah. Because he did it. Because he killed him. It's almost like he was concerned that the family was the. I'm sorry. It's your turn to dunk. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Take well, over. Because, You're so passionate. Because, like, oh, you know, I'm worried about Mr. Cross finding out about this family and IDing him on voice. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. It's because I'm Mr. Cross. Have you ever seen me and Mr. Cross in the same room? No, you haven't. I'm Batman. Continue on, Joe. Uh, Other than the high predictability of it, it was just pretty generic. The racism was over the top. Just like, I mean, sure, okay, that could happen, but it's just ridiculous. It it couldn't in southern Arizona. It... It, it's not. It's so overt. It's yeah. like it, these days, absolutely racism still exists, but racism is much less overt than that. I've only ever lived and, in Durango, Colorado, so I'm not <laughs> sure about that. But I, I hear tell, and I believe people that I, <laughs> I hear that it gets pretty whack down in south. <laughs> yeah. I but mean, not in southern Arizona. <laughs> that wasn't even involved in the South. <laughs> there are no slaves in southern Arizona. <laughs> that's a good, I don't know. I don't think so, man. That's. I, mean, I don't think it, we made the Louisiana Purchase yet. You, you're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right. Like, I don't think there would be, but, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm sure there have been slaves there. I mean, the natives were enslaving people. And like, I'm yeah, sure that but... white folks show up, and they're probably not like, "Oh, cool, let's just be super cool to all these." 
<laughs> all these natives that we see as inferior and we don't like their gods. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah, no, it just oh, it seemed like it was weird. Yep. Uh, I did like Queen Latifah's character. She was wonderful. She was an Oscar-winning actress, really showing her chops. Yep. She's she's just always solid. I did really like Luda. Reggie was a good character. I liked his I liked his acting and I liked his character. Kids did fine. Yeah, they weren't like Yeah. Oh, she was only nominated for an Oscar. She didn't actually win. Hmm. Oh wait, hold on. Uh maybe she did win. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to look into it. Well anyway. I definitely dunked on it. I would say he did win. There's no reason for you to watch this movie unless you just really want to watch Queen Latifah and, and Luda do some good just acting. Like be friendly. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fun little story. Good, yeah. Good little slasher thriller kind of. Yeah. For spooky season. Cinematography. I'm going to give you an A. <laughs> Let me get into my dunker defend, Joe. <laughs> Not that I've interrupted you plenty. Uh, I'm going to say dunk, um, but here's what I'll defend. Cinematography, a solid A-. minus. I mean, that car chase, well, the, the cars are going slow. Like, the lighting is incredible. Like, the, I mean, the fog is cool. Like, the, the shot of the flare. Like, it's hard to shoot that type of light on a low-budget movie and like they did it really well i mean there's almost no cgi in this movie like every scene looks fun but like it turns out none of the actual plot involves any of that fun it's just like they get to this hotel it's very like southwestern aesthetic what's up oh did i pull your headphones yep i'm sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah uh it's like I mean, the cinematography I thought was so competent and exceptional. Like, I mean, it was, it was, like I said, I mean, A minus for sure. Uh, dunks are, guys, this is Arizona, not like Alabama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not even like South Texas, which I hear gets squirrely. Um, you're, you've been in South Texas, but I mean, I feel like it's way more believable to hear this story like near or around El Paso than it would be like, yeah, South of Phoenix. Like I, I, these people don't see black people. They don't have prejudice about it. They're just like, it's fine. Like, (laughs) Like the only black people they see are in basketball games for the Suns. I know, and this sounds racist. I've seen basketball games for the Suns. I'm not joking. I've been to Arizona a bunch of times. Like, I've <laughs> been to Phoenix. Like, it, I'm, there's no problem. There's, there's about 10 black people there. And, like, I don't know. Okay, so the theory that people seem to have is that if there's no black people there, all the people there are racist. But it's not true. If there's no black people there, all the white people are like, how do we make these people know that we're not racist? And so they act kind of weird and a little bit more friendly than they ought to. <laughs> I know, because I've done it in supermarkets. 
just like you, you just smile at every black person because you're like, <laughs> I just want them to know, like, I'm fine. It's I'm fine. cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm <laughs> I You're the first one I've seen in a month. Like, I just want you to know, like, I'm sorry about George Floyd. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I wasn't a part of that, and I don't take responsibility for that, but this is a very political episode, but I'm just saying, like, this is not how Arizona works. <laughs> Living very close to Arizona and going to Arizona a lot, it's not how it works. <laughs> and, like, it's just, it just plays off these, like, cheap stereotypes. And the fact that Ludacris knows how to, it's so racist, man. Like, it pisses me off. Like, I feel like I've shown all my cards. Like, I got a little bit of confusion about how to handle these situations, but, like, I live here. You know, like, I I go to Arizona like these people don't exist here like it's just not true and I have heard stories about Alabama Texas Mississippi Louisiana like that these people do exist there and I'm not sure about that I haven't seen it firsthand it's possible but like I'm I'm pretty confident that this sheriff that just hates black people because they're black doesn't exist in Arizona I mean a drug runner who's like corrupt probably that wouldn't surprise me at all like the fact that he's a sheriff and he's not that racist that's one thing i will give the movie credit on as well is i don't think mr cross is a racist like i think he's just like working with the cartels which in southern arizona is plausible for sure yeah the yeah maybe we need to cut this out i don't know (laughs) i don't think the sheriff is like it's the sheriff is not overly racist himself. Right. The sheriff just wanted his money. Yeah, he's just a bad kind of person. He's just a bad dude. Yeah. The there is a lot going on as far as it it could be like easily misconstrued of everybody being lumped into all the white people being lumped into being racist. Just because, like, the first two guys we saw were... Well, and there's a a whole camp of Nazis. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's And true. I'm like, guys, yeah. the neo-Nazi movement is not taking off in Arizona. <laughs> like, it's, it's... It might be there, but it's just not... It's not a big thing there. <laughs> yeah. It's Arizona. Like It was definitely all caricatures. All the libertarians Very... live in Arizona. I know about those folks. But they're not racist. <laughs> like you're thinking of like real Southern boys with the Confederate flag. Like that's different. Yeah, but I mean, there's. I don't understand. The Confederate flag is complicated. There's pockets everywhere, bro. Either there are. Sure, they're few and far between, but there's extremists everywhere. I mean, you're probably right. Maybe I just haven't run into them, but like. And I'm not even, again, I'm not saying that racism isn't a problem and that it wouldn't be scary to, like, be in the South with, but it's the South, yeah, with just, like, your family and, and experiencing these things. That would be scary, and you would kind of pin a lot of it on racism. And that, that makes sense to me, but I'm just like, man, there's no good old boys in Austin, or in Arizona. Like, they're... Like they're all like 
rich kid lake boys, which is a different <laughs> group. Like they, they like they go to the lake. Like it's more like it's different. Like it's just a different culture, and I don't think they capture the Arizona culture at all. I still think there are some good old boys. I think there's good old boys in Colorado. In the real small rural towns, you still got your country bumpkins, no matter what. Yeah, but we were part of the actual Wild West. Yeah. Like, Arizona wasn't. Not in the same way. As far as I understand it, maybe I'm just bad at history, but that's possible. Like, we got taverns where people, we got bullet holes in a bar from a tavern from the 1860s, like, in the middle of our town. <laughs> like, they got pretend gunfights in town up until, like, two years ago. Like, <laughs> like I'm not seeing that in Phoenix or south of Phoenix. Like, I just, I'm not seeing it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the ignorant one here, but... I'm, I got a problem with it. We're taking a road trip to southern Arizona. We're going to have to figure it out. Well, you know, we'll do some <laughs> we're doing research, research just for this movie. Look, I hope that <laughs> all, all y'all liberals listening, conservatives, liberals, I hope you're not mad about conservatives. I hope you're not mad about the way I talk about the Confederate flag. Just relax. I'm from Colorado. <laughs> I don't know shit about that. And then, like, you know, the other folks, like, I recognize racism is real. Like, I watch American History X. Like, I've heard tale of, you know, like, Klansmen in the South. Like, I think that's real, and it happens. But in my experience in Arizona, this is just a completely unacceptable way to talk about Arizona. Like, I get it. They're a little more conservative, but they're not generally like, oh, you're black? I'm going to run your car off the road <laughs> it's possible but not likely <laughs> yep and it it plays off characters it's it's lazy that's really it what is. it comes down to right Let's just like it's just depending on what it actually is it's it's lazy yeah it's the caricatures that are easy to play off of and it's blowing subtle small realities into big thematic cinematic oh, yeah. there's subtle racism in Arizona for sure all the time like there's a bunch of it's all white people there they don't know what's going on like but yeah I don't think you're running into people who are going to try to run you off the road because you're <laughs> black and you give them the finger like honestly I think they welcome the finger like no yeah finger yeah yeah Right up, right up, right back at you, California. Yeah, probably, I think they'd be more mad that you're from California than that you're yeah. black, to be honest with you. That's probably true. Like, I think if you had California plates, I could see this type of behavior more than just because you're black. Yep. Because, I mean, we don't like Californians. That's true. Californians, they're, uh, they're upset really about... anywhere. Yeah, they're like, man, why are you trying to move to my state? Yep. And it's it's not I'm not saying I'm for it I get it, but there uh, there's definitely more prejudice against that than than against black people. So we got real heavy with this show. Yeah, but we did. What I would say is this movie sucks. Don't watch it. <laughs> uh, you want to watch a movie about uh, race relations? Watch American History X. It's quite good. It's very upsetting, and uh, you probably only want to watch it once. Or uh, Black Klansman. Black Klansman. It's a great one. Great movie. Yep. Like, 
Uh, I don't think you should watch Green Book. I haven't seen it, but I, I like I, Green Book. I would imagine that they handled it better. Uh, watch, remember the Titans, guys. <laughs> remember the Titans is such a good movie. It's all fine I as long remember as you can Titans. win, you know, football like two, three weeks yeah. in a row. Remember the Titans is a. It's hard because from like it's so campy and wild. It is. <laughs> But it's also excellent. <laughs> I am so torn because growing up, like, remember the Titans is a part of my like psyche. 100%. It's like totally a part of just like who I am as a person. Dude, I'm right. But down as with like you. a critical-minded film person, like it is just totally over romanticizes being able to fix racism because of sports. Oh yeah, for sure. My like, mom's favorite movie is Remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> it's so we watch it like it's 30 so times. Good. I've seen I, it more than I've seen The Matrix. I cry every time I watch it. It's insane. Yeah. But yeah, just watch that, guys. Like you'll get a you'll get an idea about like how, I don't know, it's the whole thing. You go to Gettysburg, Denzel Washington is excellent. I mean, every actor in that movie is fantastic. You watch End of the Road, you just got Queen Latifah and Bo Bridges and maybe a little bit of Ludacris. <laughs> Don't watch this movie. It sucks. Um, racism is real, and it's a problem. I didn't believe it for a while. Then I started getting on Twitter, and it's like... Bro, we got to get you out of Colorado, dog. Dude, it's a nightmare. You got you to gotta go live somewhere else for a little while. Yeah, we're, we're taking a road trip. We're going through the South. I'm sure I'll see it, but, like, man, yeah. I got on Twitter, and I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about <laughs> like yeah. well, i don't think i i want my grandbabies to be white i'm like why like, what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> yep and it's just like there's so many people on twitter like that I'm like dude this is not like what are you talking about yeah like you're insane man i uh, mean racism is so bad it is it's unreal um but this movie does a disservice to it i would say i mean it's an like it is so unnuanced. It doesn't have, it doesn't have any weight. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Like the problem with it is that it it makes these characters of these situations, and because of the fact that they suck so bad, it's like totally it unbelievable. Any, yeah, it doesn't have any weight. It's like yeah, I. The problem with racism isn't Nazis in some mobile home camp. Like the problem with racism is, like, real people in real towns actually like. And my dad moved to Texas, and he was telling me, like, dude, I saw this store clerk, like, just be rude to a black person because they were black. He's like, it's absurd. And, like, my dad's a boomer, and he sees that, and he's just like, this is upsetting to me. Like, I, man, it sucks. It super sucks. I don't want to make light of it, but this movie makes light of it, and that's why it sucks. And also because the writing sucks and the movie plot sucks. <laughs> <laughs> mile time. Let's go. <laughs> Quarter mile time. That's how we're doing it on this season. We've talked a long time about this movie because I'm really upset about it. Um, but basically what we're saying is 10 seconds. A 10-second car is what Dominic Toretto tells Brian O'Connor that he needs to get him in order to repay his debt of losing a straight race because of reasons. And uh, <laughs> and so that is our gold standard. That is the mark to beat. And, yeah, we know. We know that your Teslas can 
just destroy that. And they're basically just like mid-level wife sedans. And we know that like real cars for real grown men who have a lot of money can really destroy that. But we're talking about Fast and the Furious family right now. And so we're saying 10 second mile is the best mile you can get. And quarter mile. A quarter mile. 10 second quarter mile. And uh, the 10 minute car that you pull over the over the line with a tow truck is uh, unrealistic. A tow truck can pull much faster than that. Um, but is a thing that Dominic Toretto says in Fast and Furious 1. So we're going to say that. <laughs> And uh, I'll go first this time, and what I'll say <laughs> is <laughs> I'm giving this like a three-minute time. <laughs> it's an absolute, like, I would give it ten, except for Queen Latifah is fantastic in everything yep. she does. I mean, I like the, I mean, I like the, the holiday. <laughs> like, I like, or no, the last holiday. I mean, I like everything Queen Latifah does. So, I like Taxi. I like all of it. So, there's there's a joy of watching Queen Latifah. But apart from that, this movie sucks. I'm going to give it a... Nine minute, 59 second <laughs> time. You're going harder than I am. I'm going and I've harder. been dunking hard on you this were dunking. I agree with most of your dunks. I just wasn't as passionately uh, expressing them. But well, I want to know what one... racism actually is. I don't want to know what it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> I, The redeeming factors are Queen Latifah and Luda for me. Uh, for sure. I'm going to give a third runner-up to Bo Bridges, who I think did quite well. Bo Bridges did well as an actor to convince me that he may be good. Yeah. Uh, like a, a good good guy in the, as a character. But his character was so caricatured to me oh, gosh. that I was like, I can't get behind him. That's fair. That. Nine minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> to go one quarter of one mile, I just want you to be clear. I can walk a quarter mile faster than that. We're pushing a car Yeah. across at that point. Oh, man. Yeah. And we're taking breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping heaters. I mean. <laughs> and uh, that's that's the episode, folks. That's end of the road feel free to not go to the end of this road yeah don't don't queue up your netflix for (laughs) end of the road i mean i get it it looks the trailer looks good you're like ludicrous what are you doing you're like i want to see what's going on uh don't bother that's fine Cheerio. So, anyway, <laughs> listen to, uh, hey, uh, follow us on social. We'll, we'll be throwing that in the uh, episode feed. And, uh, yeah, share us with your friends. Review us on iTunes. Um, listen to other shows from the All Days Off Productions Network. Uh, that's, right now all we have is All Days Off. We're actually going to be starting a travel vlog soon as well under the All Days Off Productions Network. So um, if you're interested in joining that or sponsoring that, uh, please email us at alldaysoffpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Glad we saw this terrible movie. Woo! You got anything, Joe? Nope. Sweet. <laughs>
Godspeed, my friend.